everybody hi we're finally on air no thanks to me or you <laughs> oh hey mike uh, do you want to restart now i think my let's see if it still exists you mean your other computer my mac yeah my my mine thing good thing i'm such a good employee and bring my computer my macbook home to you know work So uh, I'm that still. That was fun. Yeah, so I had to. It turns out I'm yelling at Squeeze at a reboot, and it turns out <laughs> I had the reboot. Uh, um, sorry, I am uh, still getting everything back. I just wanted to start. Yeah. Because oh, that's all good. It makes this the terrifying satanic robot voice. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of scary. Um. Well, I'm sorry I scared you with my satanic robot voice, but yeah, it's past the ten o'clock hour. Um, okay, have you watched the fourth episode of Book of Boba Fett today yet? No, I only got like fifteen twenty in. Um, oh God, it doesn't speed up at all. My God, yeah. something for some reason this show is not uh, hooking me like Mandalorian did. Yeah, I don't know. I just. Well, there were new, you know, the character, I guess. Mando, you were meeting all these new people. Uh, no, you're right. The whole thing is, well, I went back and rewatched that that chase scene, if you want to call it that. Like, yeah, it was really slow, like painfully slow. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I, I, me, it's. Maybe they shouldn't have. I think the reason why they're keeping his helmet off, Squeezer, Mm -hmm. is because with his helmet on, he looks exactly like the Mandalorian. True. And maybe they should have waited to do another show before they launch Book of Boba Fett. Like maybe do uh, Obi Wan. Your Max rebooted Obi Wan (laughs) before Book of Boba Fett, or the Ahsoka show before Book of Boba Fett. Or any of the shows they're doing before Book of Boba Fett. Because Bad Batch doesn't count, all right? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm not, not that I'm that not, would have made it any better. The show is very slow. It's it very slow. slow. I mean, I, I, I don't know. There's something about it that just isn't clicking. I'm not going to go so far as to shit all over it and, you know. Because I'm, I'm, I, I sit there and I wait and I want it. I want it to succeed. I want it to be amazing. Because nothing happened yet. Nothing has happened in the show yet. Everything that's happened, all the action practically, has been flashbacks. Nothing has happened in this show yet. You're right. Yeah, there's no stakes in almost two-thirds of the show because you know where he's going to get to. Oh, and I guess I get what they're saying where, like, we don't – you don't know anything about Boba Fett. So how do you know, like, if he's – like, in in this episode, he makes it clear that he's not – He's trying to change the, the 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 his old ways, you know. But yeah, I get that. I got so far. I think is that it's just um, and it's it's uh, it's not it's unfairly compared to 
Mandalorian, which was really good. And yeah, and I don't I don't want to go so far as to say like lightning in a bottle for Mandalorian, well, but there no. was something very special about it. Mandalorian was the first ever live action foray into Star Wars television, and Baby Yoda is what was special about it. Let's put the fucking finger exactly where it is. Baby, everything else was great. The soundtrack was great. Uh, Din Djarin was was great. Like, uh, yeah. Um, uh, you know what? The big variable here? What? Carl Weathers. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, but the, the tertiary characters were good. But everyone mm-hmm. tuned in every week to see fucking Grogu, Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Um, uh, yeah, so that's and now the best the best tertiary character is in Boba Fett or dead. Yeah, the spoilers. Uh, the are you talking about the the Tuscan Raiders? The Tuscans, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's really strange. Yeah. It was all this, my, my... this episode was primary flashback again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but it's we're, we're I'm gonna. It's not like I'm gonna stop watching it. I'm gonna stick no. around to the end. No. But maybe this is a one and done show. It's not a uh, let's continue seeing what Boba Fett does with his helmet off for another few seasons. Yeah. I, don't know, I just feel like, yeah, you could have. If there's more to do, but just do something. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like it's like the first like like the first two thirds of a heist movie. Like we're just slowly setting up all the pieces. Well, I mean, yeah. that's what a lot of people said about Iron Man too. Fav second, second take at that. Also, I like Iron Man too, but a lot of people hate. Yeah, it. I do too. Nah. Um. Yeah. I, I, my only, my one real gripe is the, I don't know, I, I the, the whole like the cyberpunk aspect that kind of got added in. I uh, last week. I know. I I don't like it. Um, I don't like and it I'm a fan how of do you, the genre. How do you keep? I'm not. But how do you keep those fucking motorcycles that clean in a desert world where you water is a fucking uh, commodity? Yeah. No, I. I well, he, you saw uh, Tank Girl. Maybe they clean them with sand. Um, <laughs> they get all hopped up on spice. Get it all yeah. done really quick. No, it, it's just that. And like because the soundtrack there I, the, in the first part here where he's fixing up they're fixing up Fennec and like there's that like montage like that didn't feel Star Warsy at all. No, and no I, it didn't. I, I, it like, felt like something I would see on the CW. Right? And and I am a fan. I am a big I do like the cyberpunk genre. I I actually like Johnny Mnemonic. You know, I've, you know, read the books and, you know, uh listen to the books and watch all the movies and I the games and I I like that foray but I almost say like just keep it out of my Star Wars. I kind of like them separate. Hi Matt. I just think it's stupid. It's not what if it worked, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yes, I agree. It it just it feels out of place. Uh out of the box media. Thank you. I don't know if it's the best podcast but no, I know. It's not the best podcast, but I appreciate it. I guess it's every man's opinion. <laughs> um, and where is that beautiful lunch lady? I don't know. She's the, she's the third chair of the show, so when she shows up on her own time, you know. Uh, but before we continue with reviews of other things, I got a f- there's, there's a few YouTube comments I'll read. Cause I oh! Read. So, um, 
Wampa4321 commented, why don't you use video in your YouTube stream? It's just sound. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I, I could stream in the commercials, I guess. I I don't know. I don't know about camera. I don't know if you all want to see us. I mean, uh, it's literally us just sitting here. Yeah. But we could we could and roll. Our, not like I could technically roll our videos, you know? Yeah. Uh, and Eric Lehman replied to that comment. That's a great question. Why don't you thinking face, thinking face, winking face 100? emoji oh 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 can i can i comment yeah it takes more work yeah it's work uh we haven't had a con we haven't had a review on and i hope i don't check our, our our spotify so if you're listening on spotify i hope you give us good reviews but um if on on uh, if you listen to apple podcast we haven't had a review since no, mid-november so uh, here's where i bribe you all to review if you if you want stickers or you want pins or a T-shirt or something from me, I have some some Joker goon hats. I'll, I'll, I'll drop all the merch on y'all for free. Um, just leave a comment and a rating. God, how badly do you want people to like you? Well, I didn't say they had to like us. <laughs> I just said they had to rate and review us. It doesn't necessarily have to be a good rate and review, which, I mean, is better. I mean, it'll be for me. but Yeah, well. Um. Uh, it's also a good way to get our merch out there. And when our merch is out there, people might wear it. And other people might say, hey, what's that? Oh, that's the Rad Years podcast. But you don't want to listen to it. I just got a free shirt for shitting on it online. Um, Can I get a free shirt for shitting on it online? I've given sure. you free shirts. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh you're, you're playing the voice of the person asking the yes, person. Yes, Oh, I thought you were being you. No, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, just go on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review and a rating. Go ahead and shit all over them. You know, really hurt, and you can get your very own small shirt. Really hurt the the one's feelings, and, uh, and yeah, you get we'll send you a shirt. So I have some Rattalorian. Speaking of Mandalorian, I have some Rattalorian t-shirts. I have some. Uh, can I? Can I? Make, don't get upset with me. Promise. I don't really have a choice. Can I make Book of Boba Fett shirts with you as Java and me as Boba? Fett? <laughs> Or how about I make one with you and I are the twins, and we're wrapped up all weird and ancestral. Um. Hmm. And then uh, I could I could have a handsome Corey draw all our fans as our litter holders. I don't know. I don't. I don't see how you're gonna be the. I'm the bigger one, right? <laughs> well, they're both kind of the same size. Yeah. But you're slimming size. down, Squeezer. No, I'm trying to. It's not working. Something about uh, drinking beer while on the elliptical doesn't really help. Maybe the Filipino barbecue we can cut down on. That was delicious. I apologize for that. I won't go into detail, but I'm just saying it might help you lose some weight. I, I, there, wasn't, there, there wasn't enough axe in my office to cover <laughs> that up. Oh, God. Ooh. <sighs> I know how if we uh, we go back into Afghanistan, how we could get them out of the caves. <laughs> we just need to stop by the Filipino islands first. The Filipino islands? Yeah. It's the Philippines. The Philippines, yeah. There's, a Fili there's many. We stop by the Philippines, Mr. English. <laughs> Ooh la la. <laughs> 
I speak good. <laughs> yes, the Philippines. I'm some elitist. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn elitist. We don't stand up, put up with your elitist bullshit here. Uh, that being said, if you do want to review us and rate us and uh, just drop me an email, rk at radyears.com. Even if you've emailed me and saying, hey, I want pins and free stickers and I haven't got them to you, this is a good way to like get my attention to get them to you because I will do it. For, swipe right on the rad years right for adulation on on uh and if you if you find a way to review us on on uh um, spotify too fucking do it and just clip it and uh um yeah i'll do it and if you if if you you know just just email rk at rad com. let me know and what you want i got i don't have any of the original pins i have some rks i don't have any squeezers left so if you want a giant arcade RK, I can get you one. I have uh, I have the rat, both of the Rattalorians, me and little uh, Yoda Squeezer uh, pins. I have the Halloween glow in the dark uh, McDonald's bucket pins. I have our patches. I have Joker Goon Squad hats. Uh, I don't have any of the original T-shirt run left, but I have some Rattalorian T-shirts. So you hit me up. Let you let me know what I can hook you up with and. Uh, they're they're very comfy. Yeah, all all the shirts I I make are, are top quality. Bingo, bingo. Um, you haven't watched Peacemaker yet, have you? No. Yeah, I didn't. I I wasn't so sure. I wasn't it, sure. It was... Well, I mean, because I wasn't the biggest fan of the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, maybe I should rewatch it. You know, I don't know. It was during Music Fest. I was kind of not fully invested because you were a grumpy pants. You can admit I, it. I wasn't grumpy. I was just tired. You know. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe I did. Just I mean, you doing all the work and you're incompetent buffoons just you know milling about. You know. Well, I I didn't want to unleash that while I was watching Suicide Squad. I had to save that for Monday morning on the third floor. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. You're such a hero. <laughs> Uh, if you could squeeze or go on Apple Podcasts and write that in the review with a five star rating, that you're a hero. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, but uh, the Peacemaker is fucking hysterical. I laughed out loud multiple times during the f- first the first episode and the first three quarters of the second um really funny stuff like john cena is pretty fucking funny uh and it, it's it's so far it's enjoyable uh we finished station 11 which is it it differs from the book and the ending's kind of weird but you know really because the huh, okay yeah yeah they, the ending the book's pretty straightforward like Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, they take a totally different turn. Huh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, um, I don't know what else is out there, but, uh... I would give Peacemaker a try, though, Squeezer. All right. I gotta finish, I gotta catch up. I, I binged all of, because I wanted to rewatch Righteous Gemstones before I watched season two. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, all right. I said I was going to finish it in like in the week. So I was it Monday night. I put one on and I watched the entire first season. I was like up to like 2.30. Hmm. Just watched the whole thing. What about your Dragon Ball Z rewatch? Uh, I, every now and then I, I dip in. It's when I'm doing other shit that I could just have it on in the background. What about your Monday Night Raw rewatch? Uh, again, same thing. Background. Uh, that's usually my workout thing. What just happened? Oh, it was uh, when um, we're in December of 97. The last time you worked uh, out? What's that? Ow. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it was the one where... Uh, it feels like after today, it feels like the last time I worked out was December of 97. Uh, HPK uh, was in the wheelchair and they were twisting his leg around because he's going to... He has a uh, match with Shamrock coming up. Yeah. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where we're at right now. It was right after the screw job. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ahmed's book to uh, put over uh, Jeff Jarrett because, you know... Jeff Jarrett's going to be a big star, and so is Ahmed Johnson. See where Jarrett, that goes. In, Jarrett's uh, a bigger star. Jarrett won the fucking WCW title. Well, yeah, there. WCW. Yeah, it's still. Jarrett had a pretty good career. I can't say the same for Ahmed. Jarrett's still wrestling. He's in. He's wrestling Effie in yeah. uh, GCW this this upcoming weekend at the Hammerstein. Oh, they're really pushing Jarrett, and they're really pushing Ahmed. And Ahmed is less than a month away from leaving the company at this point in the well, show. Jarrett could wrestle. Ahmed Johnson yeah. could not wrestle. Can hurt people. <laughs> yeah, right. He gained or yeah. hurt himself. Ahmed Johnson's about uh, what three months? You said. What's that? You said he's three he months. Le- he left it, uh, January of '98 is when he walked out. So he's a month away and a hundred pounds away from being part of the uh, Harlem Heat 2000. That's his next gig, right? Oh, did it? Was he? Yeah, he goes to WWE. I, I didn't. I didn't watch. I wasn't over there. Oh. I was watching them both for until until they until one bought the other. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you watched because didn't you see the thing? You brought up the finger point of doom, uh, finger uh, point of doom before, or did you just know of it? Like from the I just from the knew internet? of it because I was watching, uh, I was watching Raw that night, and then I was on you know on the forums. That was yeah. That was the night. Was that the night that brought you in? McFoley winning the belt? No, no. Uh, the night that brought me in was uh, Cactus Jack uh, Triple H. Oh yeah, that uh, was a hell of a match. Fight. Yeah, yeah. That was back in like uh, ninety. It was fall of ninety seven. Like I was starting to dip my toes in in like ninety six, ninety seven, and then that one. I think it was September of. 97 is when I'm like, oh, shit, this is awesome. And then I didn't miss one for like the next 10 years. Yeah. I, Nine I, years. I lasted till around 04, but I was like in and out then. It, like, yeah. Like 01 maybe. After they, they bought WCW and the bad invasion angle and shutting down ECW. And yeah, I just start, so I slowly started being like, mm, not interested. It, it completely coincided with college. Like I watched it through college and then. Like spring of '96, that was, or spring of '06, it yeah. was like I was. I didn't have anyone to watch it with yet anymore, so I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Huh. Well, um, let's see. Where else? What other shows did you say you were gonna watch? Yeah, put it on my list. It's a classic squeezer line. 
Well, we'll just move on. Uh, what did what? Uh, I I don't know any news. I really have not been following anything that's happening. Have you? Uh, no. Not really. Uh, oh, Nothing, uh... I didn't watch it yet, but the, the Moon Knight trailer <laughs> came out. I didn't see it. No, Os- Oscar, I saw the Oscar Isaacson. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any rad years related. Do you want me to go on some uh, soapbox about uh, the Activision buyout? You know, that could be a fun chat. Yeah, uh, I saw an article like how Microsoft consolidating the video game business is good for nobody yeah. but Microsoft. Yeah, it's not even good for Microsoft because then there's what's their motivation? They're going to turn out shit. Right. Uh, I mean, look at wrestling in the aught tens or whatever you know is that what it's called the yeah. aughts or the tens the tens aughts yeah yeah um, now with uh all but the... they, they said that this buyout if, if it goes through would be the equivalent is bigger than the previous 15 buyouts in video game history combined yeah that's much money it's like 70 billion dollars big, yeah hmm. yeah i i just it kind of sucks Well, they're looking at not, not, no longer systems, right? It's all about that online thing now, right? It's that it's content, like it's their way of keeping everything in house, so they can kind of. Yeah, but like don't... from what I read, and I don't know how much I, I, this is true, but the next big thing, like sis, the computers, like internet's gotten so good that you don't really need a gaming system to play a lot of AAA titles anymore. Yeah, you could stream a ton of that shit. Yeah, you could stream it. So, like the the it's like it's like Netflix and Hulu now is in getting content versus mm-hmm. having the best system and getting money from licensing from the game companies. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're pretty much identical. It, it doesn't make much of a difference anymore. And then Nintendo's just gonna keep chugging along, doing their thing, making quality, fun games. Just you know, being them. Yeah, and they do really well being them. Yeah. Like and there was a smart move. Everyone like shat on it years ago <coughs> when they were when they were like, "Oh, we're going to do us." And yeah, the Wii U was not the right move, but mm-hmm. it got them to the Switch, which was the right move and um the the Wii was a great move when the GameCube isn't. So we're just assuming the next system they come out with is going to be a flop <laughs> and then they'll put out something that does really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they just remember like they just remember to make fun games and uh, yeah, the, the number one selling game on fucking Switch is a game that's like twelve years old. It's Mario Kart Eight. <laughs> it was out for yeah. Wii U. They just remade it for Switch. The second number one game for Switch is Animal Crossing, and like the third is like another Nintendo game, like. Their games are their best. That's the reason anymore you buy them. And it was mm-hmm. it was one of the reasons, like, the most memorable games for a lot of their systems back to the NES to the Nintendo 64 were always Nintendo in-house games. Yeah. So. Those games are more my speed. Yeah. A child's speed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I don't see any more. I guess the Moon Knight trailer. Uh, oh, Kevin Smith reviews Peacemaker. I can't give a show higher praise than this. Um, oh, he says, I can't give a show higher praise than this. Yes, it's a cursing superhero show, which rocks, but it's so much more. Gunn takes a character from Suicide Squad, played by John Cena, who's funny in a movie, but proved very deft with the material. He looked like looks like an action figure, and I hate to bring it down to aesthetics, but my god, he literally looks like a DC character. Gunn's telling a story in the genre that hasn't been told before, telling a grown-ass story using... Uh, like action using like action figures for heaven's sakes life like action figures for him. it would have been so easy for him to smash smash them into each other and have them curse at each other but instead he's telling a story with action figures with toys that have real human soul and heart to them hmm yeah i think it's really good so far and i was not like, I was like, oh, this will be, you know, James Gunn, I'm going to watch it. But I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, this is great. This is, I just keep laughing out loud hysterically. Nice. <laughs> it's on the list. Yeah, it's on the list. <laughs> like, two days from now, you're like, I just, on Thursday, I don't know what they're dropping, but three episodes are out now. Tomorrow, at least one more comes out. They're doing a release. They, I. That's how HBO Max is doing something I like. It's like half binging, yeah, half like weekly release. So you get enough to like fulfill your binge needs for that night. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you get more. Like, it makes you wait a week to get more. Yeah, that's why I like what like Netflix did with Arcane. Like, they dropped it in like chapters. It was three at a time, and those three episodes made sense in that in that arc you know i still haven't watched um speaking of arcs on netflix i still haven't watched and kevin smith i haven't watched his second masters of the universe revelations yet have you it was yeah yeah it was i watched it when it first came out it was fun yeah it's not my it was list. very a lot of very epicness mm. uh all right i guess we should start our show it is gonna start snowing soon here anyway so <laughs> yes this was this was a fitting good timing well no it's not gonna snow it's gonna rain for like the first like four or five hours uh-huh and then snow then it's gonna, it gonna be snow, snowing it's around gonna just be one big frozen fucking mess 6 a.m i think right uh i think it bumped up even earlier now it's like from four o'clock ish mm. yep oh yeah yeah you're right 4 a.m great and now it goes later too Great. Wonderful. Great. Good. Well, ah, uh, good. That means my kid can stay home and learn virtually. <laughs> that's fun. For everyone. Yeah, especially for me, because I'm going to do whatever I can to get to work. <laughs> oh, all right. So uh, I go first this week. In the snow day, this is our third snow day show. We're talking snow day, snow related <laughs> memories, <laughs> snow related memories. <laughs> Which we, we we can at, at this point, it's the rad year, so you can stretch it. Well, snow is made of water, so it's related. It's to water. really the winter water episode. <laughs> winter water episode, and weather, climate, any anything related to you know H two O. Here's my first pick. 
Batman. Better than ever. Penguin's umbrella jet is wiping out the park. In camouflage gear, air attack Batman takes off. Knockout gas. Penguin thinks he's won. It's laser Batman. On his laser blade cycle. Gotcha. Instantly, Batman is airborne. You're grounded, Penguin. Batman's better than ever. Figures and vehicles sold separately. It's Batman. So I'm talking Batman Returns. Back in 1992, uh, in like the spring, these figures started to hit the store in uh, uh, anticipation for probably one of the movies we are the most excited for as kids. And it was a pretty big line. <coughs> Kenner took the line from Toy Biz after Toy Biz kind of, you know, fucking bonered up the the, the launch of uh, the 89 Batman toys. They released Bob the Goon, Batman, and Joker. Oh, Squeeze, are you pot- are you there? I'm here. Oh, yeah. I was like, do I even pot it up? You have to give me affirmation or I get lonely. Okay, hang on. I'll take a sip. <laughs> there it is. So, Kenner got the line back, and in between Batman and Batman Returns, they released the Dark Knight collection, uh, which was fucking very coveted and cool, but the um, the Batman Returns figures were even better. And the first one I got was the Penguin, which was just a black and red repaint of the um, Super Powers Kenner, uh, Penguin. It didn't look mm-hmm. anything like Danny DeVito. No. Uh, but the cool thing was <clears throat> there was like a winter Christmas theme. Like a lot of people consider this a Christmas movie. So do I. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There was a Christmas theme to um, the movie in a, in a winter because Penguin was in like this Arctic world. And they even released this Arctic world race and chase play set from Ertl. Uh We'll talk more about Ertl in a uh a few episodes, our diecast show, Squeezer. I got a lot of Ertl talk. You know what? That's weird. We yeah, they haven't come up much. Ertl? Yeah. Yeah. Ertl is what made me decide to do a diecast show. Huh. Um, so you get two vehicles and a power launcher, uh, and then a penguin commando crash through gates and a, a trip action stunt bridge. And you didn't even need to put batteries in this thing. It was just all like air powered. Like you put these little cars in the air pump and it just you go poof and it's sides. Then of course there was. Did it use their? Sorry, did it use their stock cars like the? No, they were like they were like lightweight plastic with no wheels. They like slid. Gotcha. You know they're they went they like you like slid them on this like. Tube oh, tube kind of like those. Push um, air. Uh, what were the ones like? Uh, yeah, Matchbox released. Matchbox with the, yeah. little, the little pump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So there was the Arctic Batman, which is the first polar armor and ice blast weapon. Um, he had this like, like, scuba suit that went over his his cowl, uh, and had the Batman logo on, and it made him. Uh, freeze-proof polar armor, and then his ice blast weapon. I mean... Uh, why didn't he use that years later when he was battling Mr. Freeze? Yeah, I know. I don't I don't, I don't know why they never, like, duh, like, like, uh, um, dug into that more. You know what I mean? 
like uh like his gimmicks his gimmicks yeah like especially later on like when it just when it was clearly you weren't like worried they, about they did you know, a suit integrity. change they did a suit change at the end of batman and robin remember yeah he got in some sonic suit or something i don't know hmm. but he has uh he has this the, well the nipple suit yeah well that was the original suit but he gets into he did they do a suit change Yeah. Yeah, it's surprising. You're right that they didn't start kennering up the movies. Right. I thought he he gets into a different suit at the end. I don't know. I could be wrong. I haven't watched it in a while. But I didn't like how the emblem had no fucking color on it in that movie. It was just black. Mm -hmm. And he had nipples. Like, it, like, could it be faker? Come on. <laughs> um, well, right. so you got to be careful when you're battling Mr. Freeze. It's going to get cold in there. You got to leave room for expansion. Yeah. Ooh, Irish crickets. Don't mind if I don't mind if I do. That's some good uh, foley there, huh? Good foley, yeah. So he came with. Um, like a gun that shot out a missile in the same way you shoot those cars out. There's like a little, little air cannon, but you fill it with water and drink out of it most of the time. Oh, you get that nice rubbery plastic water taste <laughs> with a hint of black mold. There was, uh, oh yeah, that's what made it good. There was also three Toys R Us exclusive um, collect limited collect edition boxed Batman figures. There was the Bola Strike, um, the claw climber and the polar blast batman which was a really cool looking batman he had like a winter camo suit on and he had a, a giant glider uh with movable wings and a little capture hook a claw that came down and would try and and like grab you like it could grab penguin by the arm and like lift him it was a big hey, contraption sorry the the, the arctic batman mm-hmm was there a different, like, a repaint of him with that same, like, gear? Uh, the gun, yes. I believe. I remember, because I had this with with that same, like, with the the helmet, I guess you want to call it. the you know. I don't know if the helmet came, but the Hydro Charge Batman came with the same exact gun, but it was neon. It was, like, yellow. Okay, so I remember this being, like, gold or something. Maybe I'm mixing it up with other Kenner schlock but yeah there could have been a release in the dark knight collection um let's see the dark knight universe no everything i see is that okay there was no 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 there was the bruce wayne they did like a a recard with the bruce wayne that turned into batman figure that was clearly a michael keaton figure yes i was so excited to have a michael keaton action figure maybe i maybe it was just this is what i had or maybe i had that but he ended up always on like the gold batman or something i don't know maybe but the gun the gun was reissued uh it was reissued in series two for the hydro charge uh 
Jungle Tracker had... Hmm, what is that in Jungle Tracker? Jungle Tracker had... No, that wasn't it. Oh, you know what? what? There is a... Uh, there is an Arrow Strike Batman who had it, too. Where is he at? That's in? the one I had. And it was gold. What line is Arrow Strike? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman I'm looking Returns. right at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I'm not crazy. Phew. Yeah, he has... Like, I don't remember that being white. He has the armor, but the Hydro Strike has the gun. Yes. The, I think this one, he also came with... He either had a grappling hook or... Like wings, like a little jetpack. It was a. It was called specifically. Uh, I can't read that. It was. Come on, I have it right in front of me. Ultrasonic armor and fire lock rocket something. Yeah, that's it. I remember that. It was like this weird hooky kind of rocket thing, like a. Yeah. Yeah. And it I was. A, it was the same gun. The gun that shot the rocket was released with a few Batman's too. Yeah. There's classic kind right. of repaint. I had the classic deep Kenner. dive Batman. That was my first Batman of the line. Ah, yeah, that one's pretty sick. Yeah, he's got like the scuba suit on, and he comes with like a little uh, scuba vest and a breather and his and, like swimming gauntlets. Mm-hmm. And, and then he has like a like a little like a, a, a sled, a torpedo launching uh, like sea sled, I think it's called. But that was the first Batman I had. My friend Matt. He either had the arrow strike that you were talking about, or no, he had the power wing, the the copper one. Yes, kind of looked, I had the, yeah, I had the power wing. He looked like Green Goblin. Yep, yeah, power you, wing. If you look attack. at the crime attack Batman, he's in black. He's like an actual Batman, and I yes. wanted him so bad, but he was hard to find because he was like, he looked like Batman. <laughs> he looked like Batman, yeah. right? But he had the gold version of that black gun that shot from yours. There was Shadow Wing Batman that was kind of cool. He did the on Batman. There was a Thunder Whip Batman who looked like Batman too and had an arm gimmick that um, he could like spin like the Batman whip. Uh, this line was so cool. I, I I had Catwoman. I had the Penguin Commandos. I had this was the first Robin figure that was really cool. It looked like Tim Drake Robin from the comic books, and I had to get it. I I fucking loved that figure. Um. Yeah. So Kenner, that line, is... and 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 I think the best Batmobile to be released in though. It's a repaint of the dark. It's a it's a re-release of the Dark Knight one. But yes, that is the best. But Batmobile. yeah, but yeah, that that Batmobile I'm saying is the best out of. Yeah. Actually, this one was this the one that turned into the Bat missile. The sides blew yes. off. Yeah. Yeah. The sides blew off. Okay, so that is not the same. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty sick. Yeah, the the camo attack Batmobile. Was, oh, there was two. There was the Bat Missile one and the Bat. There was two different ones. So okay. the, the the one was just the 1991 re-release, and the other one was the special for this. It was the Bat Missile, and then there was the camo attack, which came with a camo attack Batman. Um, they did a Bat Wing. They did the Bruce Wayne's custom coupe, which came with a, a purple shirted Bruce Wayne figure. I had that. That was pretty sick. They did the Bat Ski Boat. Um, they did Penguin's Umbrella Jet, which was just the superpower repaint. <laughs> uh, the Laser Blade, uh, Robin's Jet Foil, which is a really cool fucking thing. The Sky Drop, 
uh, and the Skyblade, which would launch Batman in this little chair, but it had one of those like zip back pullback and the helicopter, like the circular helicopter thing flies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was those kind of did some good work with this line. Yeah, they never really made up that. Why did the Catwoman look exactly like a Catwoman, even though it came out later? But the Penguin looked. I don't know. I still love the fact that it did because I love that Penguin figure. It is a really cool figure. Yeah. But Skyblade Batman pulled a fucking plastic string in the back, pulled a zip cord, and he flies. He actually flies and could attack Catwoman. All right, Squeezer, your first pick. Cool borders! Go for it! Hmm. You're almost at the finish line! Go cool borders! This was, this was Sony, right? PlayStation? Yeah, this is the Cool Borders one. Yeah. It came out uh, for PlayStation. I had 1080, bro. Six. Oh, I know. I was I, When I was looking for... Uh, I'm like, I need some snowboard sound. I'm like, oh, I'll go with the snowboarders and when I, or uh, Cool Borders. And when I looked it up... Uh, 1080 was there. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't have it. I wasn't a fancy. I didn't get my N64 until later. I bought it with my own, with my work money. Hmm. Bought it used at, uh, one of the used game, like, there was a, a used game store next to, like, played against sports, and I remember buying it there. Yeah, that's where Came I like got a... Star Fox. I'd go there all the fucking time. What the oh, fuck yeah. was that place called? I forgot. It was by, um, the, where the right. Bradleys was. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, I don't know if you know. I I, I shred mad... Uh, uh, powder? Uh, powder, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got it. My mom got me in a snowboarding because I got it. She got me a snowboard one year uh, from Kmart. <laughs> um, That's... So um, I, I, Kmart's where everyone gets... You know, they go to Kmart yeah, and you wait to Blue Mountain. Yeah, you actually, we, we were like, we we're going. She's like, oh, you want to go get a snowboard? I'm like, yeah, let's go get a snowboard. So we go past Nestor's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. Oh, yeah, you're in a different Kmart than Kmart. me. Kmart. Yeah. Uh, no, this was a um, a very flimsy plastic. And you know what happens to plastic when it freezes? It gets rock hard. It gets very rock hard, but also very fragile. Um, so this board, it was just under uh, like four feet. It was very small. It was meant for kids. And, like, the bindings were just rubber straps that went through the board and then had little <coughs> plastic, bu- little rubber. This like, seems holes. like you could hurt yourself on it. Probably. Oh, yeah. This thing, the nose would dig into the ground on this because it was very flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool, though. It did give the option of swapping it out if you wanted to uh, go switch. I don't know. Is it called? Is it considered switch when you're skating? I know it is when you're sliding. Yeah, um, <laughs> lefty righty, but it was like this tie dye board. Oh, if you wanted and, to like s- switch your dominant foot. Yes. Yeah. Ah, I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like a um, switch hitter. You yeah. should have used baseball as a reference. Sorry. Um, so I actually found it online. The exact one that not the exact one, but the same one I had, and um, they're they're selling on Etsy for sixty bucks. Uh. The greatest name I ever heard uh, online for selling shit, uh, Smorgasbord. 
get it, like smorgasbord, but mm-hmm. like for hoarding. Mm-hmm. Um, can you send me a picture the, of it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, send you a picture. You could look up a snowboard winter sports unbranded yellow sunburst design, forty one and a half inches. Let me see if I can just send you a picture of it quick. Luke but Ross, what's also what cool is Matt out of the box media said he'd pay for them. Just keep going. Yeah, I'm just sending it. Oh. I I can't talk and send a picture at the same time. Oh. Um. Yeah, so this is the exact the, this tie dye board that I have, and then uh, I was I was looking at other pictures. Like I, I'm like, all right, let me just Google image like '90s snowboard, and I did. I'm just looking for this, and that's what I found. But then I came across an interview Ooh. and a post. Some guy did uh, Colton Maddie on uh, snowboarder snowboarder.com um and there's a youtube video posted from 2013 um of this guy who found this snowboard in like his basement the kmart snowboard and there's like a five minute video of him just doing crazy shit with this cheap little plastic toy snowboard that i had as a kid um i just think this thing was probably 15 uh, plus years old at the time um, that he found it and he took it out and was doing some awesome shit with it. Stuff that I couldn't do. I could stand on it and slide down a hill sometimes before it digs in and I would face plant. Um, but I, I have very fond memories of this snowboard. It was really cool. I never in my mind considered that, oh, I'm, I'm, Gonna go snowboarding. Oh, this is my next step. I'm gonna get serious about this. And no, it was it was fun to take it down like the one hill. The the you would and if it, the snow was like an a slightest amount of powder, you were going face down mm-hmm. because it would just dig in. Mm-hmm. You had to like get a sled, get a, a a tube, go down, pack that down. And when you had that packed, now this thing got dangerous because it did fly. Um. Grease it up a little bit, like Clark, and it w- it would take <laughs> off. Get some uh, non-chloric. Uh, I don't even remember what the fuck he called it. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it, it was cool, and it was cool to actually find that it, it exists online. You can you can buy it. You can watch this guy actually do some crazy shit with a Kmart toy. Um. I have fond memories, and it's cool that it's still out there. Very cool. All right, shall we? Shall away. Add the drink first. Sorry. <sighs> Look, there we are. It may be on a lousy channel, but the Simpsons are on TV. <gasps> Our driveway snowed in. Old man winter. <laughs> That's right. I fill your driveways with ice and snow. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. That's what. Stop. Mr. Plow. Get out, you lousy season. All right, I'm going. My head hurts. I have to lie down for a while. Yay! Hello, I'm Mr. Plow. Are you tired of having your hands cut off by snowblowers? And the inevitable heart attacks that come with shoveling snow? Uh-huh. <coughs> then call Klondike 53226. Call now and receive a free t-shirt. 
He could still surprise you. But I'm a real tightwad. Can I afford this remarkable system? Absolutely. My prices are so low, you'll think I've suffered brain damage. You are fully bonded and licensed <laughs> by the city, aren't you, Mr. Plow? Shut up, boy. Ah! So remember, call Mr. Plow. That's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. Well, John Q. Driveway has our number. <laughs> now we play the waiting game. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't not do Mr. Plow uh, on a winner show. Let's play Hungry Hungry Hippo. All right, we just stopped the show there. Yep, we're good. Okay. Um, yeah, our best best content comes from Homer Simpson, the writers on the Simpsons. I am talking about this. The clip had nothing to do with what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a little place called Ice City Squeezer. Ooh. Ice City was a showroom in Allentown. It's uh, I, I don't. It's still there. The building's still there, but I don't know what the fuck it is now. Uh, have you been to Ice City as a kid, right? Oh yeah, Ice City and what was it? A counterpart. What was the other? Uh... Yeah, it was Ice City and like Pool World and, like, or something. Pool, pool something. Yeah, oh, shit. I just remember it being Ice City, and when you go in, they had like above ground pools set up inside the showroom with mm-hmm. like blue water in it, and those dolphins that like bob. Millions the water. of floating dolphins. Yeah. Flippy, they call them. In, in, inflatable dolphins. Not re- yeah. <laughs> there, there wasn't a place dead in Allentown floating dolphins. Above ground pools so of dolphins. It was these, yeah. like, floating dolphins that would, like, had weight on the bottom, so they'd bob on top of the water. It was the most amazing thing as a child. Yeah, and we loved them. And, but it was also a free place to take your kid during Christmas. Yep. So they had Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus there, I remember. Um... And, like, they had this whole showroom of Christmas trees and all these lights and everything set up. It was a big deal for Christmas. But they'd start having big, like, patio furniture and grill and outdoor sales, like, in January. Like, like they were as soon as Christmas was over because that's really what they sold. I remember it was, like, snowing out once and we went to Ice City. And we're like, Ice City. Because when it's not Christmas, Ice City is not the most. All right. You saw the dolphins. And, you know. Uh... But um, we, uh, my dad's car, his Bronco, got stuck, and he had to switch it in a four-wheel drive. But we were out with him, and I was helping him shovel out the tires. Because I, I think a plow plowed him in or something like that. They were, like, doing the parking lot, and it was, like, a dick move. <laughs> um, but, yes, the... Uh, in a snow day and then inside ice city it's it's weird it, it, you, you kind of feel like you're going from like climate to climate because it was like they kept the rooms warm to give you that feeling of summertime mm-hmm. but it was really humid because there's there's filled pools. pools yeah it and it smells like chlorine and once we were inside i kind of felt like we were and it was like you you stepped out of winter and on the snowy day, and you're you're out there with your dad getting the snow off, like shoveling the snow out, and all of a sudden you're now in summer. Like it's like it's it's humid, it's warm, it smells like swimming pools everywhere. You <laughs> see swimming pools everywhere. Your dad and you are looking at this would be nice on the deck. What do you think, Ryan? Oh yeah, and like I humored him. You know, it was like a, it was a real Ryan and Jeffrey moment because <laughs> like you know I I realized like he. 
at that point cared what my opinion was on something. We'd look at we were looking at grills together. It was like my first like like adult bonding moment with my dad. Like, oh, this is a good grill. Oh yeah, dad. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> it was a, a, a classic Rocky and Bullwinkle moment. Oh, so, Ryan, you want to go look at next? Uh, go see the dolphins? Go see Flippy? Yeah, can we? <laughs> dad, I want a pool. Yep, yep, yep. Well, you can shit in one hand and uh, wish in the other and see which fills up first. Oh, oh! Sorry, I, I was, I, I was, I learned something. What about Ice City? What? Uh, it was a pool and spa company. Yes. Uh, they had one in Douglasville. Yeah, um, Reading. But the company and... was originally Pure Ice and Coal Company. Oh. At Seventeenth and Tillman. Yeah, that's where showroom was. Then they started selling like pools and spas and stuff and then they just stopped selling coal and ice but they kept like the ice city name uh and then uh namco uh, what is this the, the burke's nostalgia page you're on yeah is that what you found no i'm just i just googled i go where the fuck's you finding all this yeah yeah i i i, I took a shot i'm like i'll try it because i saw pictures of flippy i'm like oh flippy uh and then yeah then uh namco bottom which yeah. you know owns yeah yeah, I did all my uh, research on newspapers.com, and if you are on the fence about joining and you just want to, like, go through your your past, uh, yeah, I would go to uh, get get yourself an account, 75 bucks every six months, worth every penny. Yeah, Christmas trees were their thing. Uh, oh, there's Mr. Flip. There's Flippy. Zip, Zippy of the whole family. Mr. Flip, Mrs. Flip. Yeah. You gotta add the whole family. The red ones yeah. are the females. Did they invent them or? I don't know, but I just remember it being a thing. Like, it, you were so excited because they were so big because they're above ground pools. Yeah. So you're always, as a kid, you're looking up at them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're standing on your tippy toes to see, like, get the water mm-hmm. down inside. And the water was blue. They, like, affected it to be blue. Yeah. Uh, probably just lights or something. Or highly toxic. Um, yeah, and I guess it was sold in 2002. The founder of the, this is morning call, the founder of the Allentown Swimming Pool Company, which was also famous for his Christmas decorations, said last week he plans to open a similar company in the city. It's not there because if it was, I'd be going there all the time. Like that'd be my lunch break. Go and see Flippy. Mm-hmm. Take the kids there. Have them buy. Oh, he uh, he worked for Max Hess at the Hess's store. He was one of his executives. Oh. The guy who started Ice City. Ice City was like a thing. It was huge back in yeah. the day. Like, oh, go to Ice City. Oh, the the excitement. It, it really was. I don't know if, if it's sad that. But but it, it's telling though that you I, and I both I, we were probably there again at the same time because our dads took us there. Cause... I think Flippy is his creation squeezer. He sells them on the internet now, but yeah, my hat off to him because Flippy is a ama- <coughs> Flippy's a mainstay there. Yeah, my my friend Matt who had the above ground pool had Flippy. We used to fucking throw him around because he'd land in the water and always like stay upright. Yeah, it, it was like one of those uh, little bopum things. Yeah. Like, uh, 
I love Flippy. The reason we got in the Christmas decorations was July 4th came and the pool business went off. <laughs> so, eh, smart. Yeah, we, we would go yeah. all year round. Yeah, it was an event. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, for Christmas, for sure. You go in every Christmas. Oh, absolutely. Um, oh, sold in 1993, found in 1956, 17th and Tillman. Top sales year, I did 27 million in 1992. Hmm. I'm sure it's one of our various health networks are in there now. Something's there. I know when we're doing Allentown Fair and I'm walking to like the Walgreens, I walk past it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I look at it and like I, I still know like Rip Ice City. You could you could smell it. Yeah. Just walking by. Yeah. All right, here is your second pick. The only problem with ice chests is the ice. Yes, it's the ice. Not to mention the icy mess. That's why we're introducing Coolmate, the electric igloo. Just plug it in. It keeps food and drinks cool and dry, and it never needs ice. Coolmate, the electric igloo. Otherwise known as a refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you can't... uh... Can't what? You can't plug a refrigerator in your car. I mean, if you buy a refrigerator with a DC adapter, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's gonna your car battery is just gonna like, well. What is what is an electric cooler? Then? Flames. Oh, uh, it couldn't have worked well because they even show it's like they just <coughs> plug it in the in the cigarette adapter. Well, cigarette lighter at the time, like, it wasn't just an adapter, but like, there's no way that thing could generate enough to like, actually keep something that cold. No. Anywho, it's an igloo, so. So I picked it because I made igloos or I did it once. Um, so I talked before about my in- intention of trying to survive in the cold. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like I would go out in the blizzard and just lay in a snowbank and hunker down and try to get as cold and miserable as I could just to say I was out there. You're a strange um, boy. <laughs> I was a strange boy. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to build my own igloo. It can't be that hard. Eh, it's kind of hard. It's a pain in the ass. Um, and I, it's very time consuming, but it was, was, did you have any success whatsoever? I got fairly close. I could never figure out how to like close it up and like get to the top. It always like would collapse in on me. I couldn't figure out the whole keystone thing at the roof. You're still alive, quite frankly. Well, yeah, cause I I got cold and I went inside. No, I would have pegged you for dying via collapsed igloo <laughs> oh oh i was all my mom was always mortified of that because i i was a little tunneler i like to be under the snow and she would tell me like horror stories like little johnny back in the day i'm like yeah but that was back in like the 50s and Wait, 60s and are, are you talking to your lunch lady or your mom my mom you heard that impression sounded like a lunch lady oh uh no 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 ew that's getting incestuous. Um, but no, no, she would always, oh, she would get so pissed at me. I, I, she, would, they, she, and she would tell me these horror stories about 
kids being trapped under snow. I'm like, it's not that much. Um, and then he, 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 I saw the episode of MacGyver where those guys froze to death. Do you want me to recite it to you? I would play crickets right now if I could. Oh. Well, because there's a plane crash. And he actually rigs like this one seat. I forgot. Like there's a trap in the snow. I got to go back and rewatch that episode and I'll tell everyone all about it. Um, but I went and I, I got like a box and I would pack it to make like the blocks. And then I would start, I would, I dug a hole to get down to ground level and then like pack the snow in around there. And then I started just making snow bricks oh. and just slowly meticulously <laughs> building my igloo. No, sounds like a squeezer thing to do. It, it uh, yes, it was slow, meticulous. Uh, it was cold and miserable, um, and I had the time of my life. Uh, I, I'm curious as to how far it, I, I, I there, at no point was there ever a roof, and I, I'm <clears> sure, <throat> like in my head, like getting crouching down as far as I could, like, oh wow, look how big this is. But as soon as I stood up, it was probably just like up to my thigh. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I said before, it was like like building a fire from scratch. Like it's like, oh wow, I could start a fire with two sticks. I did it once, never gonna do it again because it's an awful, miserable experience. I never actually built an igloo. Never completed one. I came close by, you know, not having you know four walls and a roof or whatever. But uh... well, that's not exactly true, sweetheart. I don't okay. know. Hello, everybody. Hi, 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 Squeezer. Hi. hi. I remember a time where you were like, I want to build an igloo. It hasn't snowed all winter. And I'm like, well, little Squeezer, I don't want you to get crushed under all that snow. And uh, you were just very adamant about building an igloo. So we got out the snow cone machine from the church festival. You know, that we throw at the ice cream festival we throw in the parking lot of the school every year. And I just started letting it rip, and we would take that, and you know, of course, douse it in syrup first. Uh, we did rainbow, and uh, you know, we built the bricks out of that, and then we just—I just sat there and enjoyed while you just ate your way out of the igloo. <laughs> it took about three hundred and seventy-five hundred snow cones till we finally got a full igloo. You puked, <laughs> but you were so happy. You had red and blue syrup all over your face, and it was adorable. <laughs> we couldn't build a snow cone igloo without syrup. We're not monsters. Squeeze it. I got about six gallons of snow cone syrup. I'll pour it all over my body, and you can turn me into your own personal snow cone igloo. Bury yourself inside me. I promise I won't collapse. Oh, like a tauntaun. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's a tauntaun. They're called a bonbon. They're frozen little chocolate treats that you like so much. All right. I just wanted to tell that story about you building the icicle or the <laughs> snow cone. <sighs> next time, I'm going to tell the story about the next day when we fired up the cotton candy machine. <laughs> Oh, cotton... I'm I'm sure you'll make a return later in the show with my no- with another pick. I made a cotton candy merkin for myself. Oh, God. I'm not ashamed. 
All right, everyone, bye, handsome. <laughs> a monster. Oh, that wasn't nice to call her a monster. <laughs> I wasn't talking to her. Like, would you change your lunch break destination? <laughs> what yeah, is that about, I, I, Jake? Uh, when I said that if there was a if there was an ice city, I would go there on my lunch break. <laughs> like you would change your lunch, yeah. Like you, <laughs> you would stop going to the Philip. Oh shit! I might open ice city up. You're saying you would stop going to the Filipino barbecue. <laughs> well, Wirtz is right down the street, so I would just get onion rings all the time. Oh uh, yeah, those. So it's win-win. The onion burgers. Yeah. Damn it. So good. I'm making note. I know where I'm going for lunch later this week. Wirtz's Cafe. They sell. Is oh there, yeah. They sell alcohol in there. I think so. Yeah. They like that old diner vibe where it's like, but it's hidden. You, like you normally, you normally don't. But like, there's always that one person sitting there at the bar drinking a beer. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, it's like kind of like a hidden gem in Allentown. We used to go. Yeah. We used to get it to go as like a treat when we were kids. My oh, good, good, worth it though. Oh, my dad loved it there. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So did Jeffrey. I think our dads were secret best friends. We just don't know. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Did you know? So, uh, uh, my sadly, I didn't want to bring the show down, but my grandfather just recently passed away. Um, the one that the Sony rep got all the cool shit. I'll, oh, I'll is that one? Bring him back up when it's more fitting in the show. But uh, Jeffrey stopped me. He's like, oh, "I'm so sorry." Did you know he knew him really well? No. So, and apparently Scott does too. Really? Because he worked at Peter's. Oh. And back in the day, there was, this was an electronics store. Electric supplies, yeah. That was in Hamilton Street, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they would go down there and buy, he goes, shit in the studio would break all the time. So we just go down there every day and buy transistors. Hmm. Yeah. Small world. Yeah. I'll be them. I didn't. I didn't uh, talk to Scott yet. I didn't want to bother. I didn't want to wake him up. Um, so, talk to him tomorrow. Yeah, that was uh, grandpa. Oh, I thought he talked to you too. Just Jeffrey did. Oh no, just Jeffrey. Oh, oh I knew your grandfather well. I never told you until today. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> was he your mom's dad? Yes. That's probably yep. how. Like, Jane probably told his wife, who told him. He talks to Ray, oh. too, occasionally. I guess, yeah. That's a good point, yeah, because the names don't match, so I guess it wouldn't make sense. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, what the... I don't know any through hockey. But that, that she got married and the name changed. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> good point. That's why I have you around, Ryan. <laughs> I'm the Rocky to his bullwinkle. <laughs> uh, so where were we at? Your pick, right? We are getting to my. I, I failed miserably at building igloos, and now everyone has the image of my in their head of me eating myself out of a rainbow-colored igloo. Well, somebody on the group chat said they uh, out of box media says he loves all the voices I do. Vince needs to make an appearance tonight. Well, well <clears throat> hey pal, welcome everybody to Monday Night Raw.
Oh, yeah. I'm talking one in particular. So back in March of 1993, we were hit with what is called the blizzard of 93. <clears throat> so this is from the Morning Call Squeezer. It says, Valley Handles Storm. I don't know what this word is. Adroid, adroidly? Ooh, someone went to English class. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's look it up. Spell it up. Spell A- it. A D. A D. R O I T L Y. A clever and skillful way. How do you say it? Adroidly. Who the hell says that? Adroitly. Adroitly. Adroitly? Someone had a word. Adroitly? <clears throat> yeah, someone had their thesaurus out that morning. <clears throat> no wonder the newspapers failed. Ugh. So the article. Meanwhile, Dan's like, oh, of course, it's a joint. Yeah, right. Dan's like, well, on this side of the ledger, meaning the smart people, we use adroitly quite commonly. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, I'm not making fun of you by doing an impression. <laughs> no, we're making fun of you because we're dumb and you're yeah. smart. All right. So Jody Duckett <clears throat> writes, the blizzard of the century was everything weather forecasters predicted it to be, but less, less destructive to property and infrastructure. Less trouble for those hardy souls charged with plowing us out, like your dad. And less dangerous Represent. to folks who have been trying to venture out in the most trying of weather conditions. Don't misunderstand. With at least 17 inches of snow dumped onto most of the Lehigh Valley and winds as high as 55 miles per hour causing drifts reported as high as 15 feet, it indeed was a blizzard that was a handful that was just a handful of comparisons in recent history. Yeah. <clears throat> so, oh, here's a little side story. Eight-year-old dies playing in snow. An eight-year-old Kunkeltown boy died yesterday under a mound of snow when a tunnel he was making collapsed outside his home. You know what? I remember my, my mom came in and she, like she pulled me aside and showed me that. Austin Rex died after he was found unresponsive under the snow, the Lehigh County coroner said. Austin was pronounced dead at 2.40 p.m. at Lehigh Valley Hospital, Salisbury Township, where he had been flown by medevac helicopter, coroner Wayne Snyder said. Austin had apparently been digging a tunnel or making a cave in the snow when it collapsed, burying him. The boy's parents find him about 12.45 p.m. It's awful. Mm-hmm. What was that? 1993. Jeez. He was eight. Mm-hmm. Be damn near 40 right now. Yeah. Rest in peace, Austin Rex. Died doing what Squeezer did best. Uh, I didn't even plan this. That was just here. and It was like a side like box next to the article I pulled. Wow. Yeah. No, no. That, that's what my mom was like. She would freak out about. Tell me about that all the time. It's stu- it, Don't get me wrong. It stuck with me. I didn't listen, but it stuck with me. And then uh, Maggie Peterson and Bob Whitman, Margie Peterson and Bob Whitman of Morning Call wrote an article, Wind Worsens Woes. Someday it will probably be known as the Blizzard of 93. But its name was last thing on the minds of exhausted emergency workers and snow removal crew members who battled it yesterday. Are you drinking a beer or a thermogenic monster rain? Oh, no, I left that in the fridge at work. Okay. More than 15 inches of snow fell in the Leah Valley, but winds up to 47 miles per hour compounded traveling problems, causing drifts as high as 10 feet. Well, yesterday it was 455 miles an hour and 15 feet drifts, <coughs> making roads nearly impassable. I feel like we've had worse storms since, and they're like, it's cleared out in like a day. Yeah. No, last year it was worse. <coughs> yeah. Last year we beat the record. Yeah. Yeah, and they cleared it out right away, right? Is they just get better at it? Yeah, yeah, it, it just takes time. You figure that shit out. And... 
I think the brine has a lot to do with it now too. Like the road, the main roads get are pretty much clear like instantly. Right, it doesn't stick as bad. Yeah, they they pre-treat a lot, and everyone's got snow blowers now. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this leads me to this was the blizzard happened on the fourteenth, the Sunday. Uh, which led us off on the 15th, the 16th. We had that whole week off, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was a long time. Right. So I was allowed to stay up and watch Monday night. But here's the thing. This was one of the ones, and I'm sure you watched it by now, with Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby Heenan, and Rob Bartlett. It was an early, it was one of the early Raws. Uh, it was after they transitioned from... Um, primetime wrestling and it was shot at the it was li- it was live that night from poughkeepsie new york where it also stormed and they kept mentioning the storm in the show but um the problem was rob bartlett was doing a really bad vince mcmahon impression the whole time like you think my vince is bad <laughs> this was fucking bad well i gotta scratch my head i got a hat on i have to take off my headphones to scratch my head and then i can't hear what little squeezer saying and then my earmuffs that I bought to replace, and it gets stuck on the snapback. And now, God damn it. <laughs> God damn, pal. Can't get your shit together. Ah. Uh, so this was this was kind of a, a good, it was Razor Ramon uh, squashed Ross Greenberg. And he was still a heel. A heel, God damn it. At this point. Typhoon defeated L.A. Gore, another fucking... Um, uh, enhancement talent, I guess is the proper term, not jobber. Uh, Bob Backlund defeated Papa Shango, uh, one of my favorite gimmicks, Papa Shango. The Nasty Boys defeated the Head Shrinkers, Fatu and Samu. Uh, or no, no, they didn't defeat. It was a double count out, nine minutes. Uh, and there was it was a lot of hyping and promotion for WrestleMania nine which is coming up the following month, and Las Vegas Caesars Palace, the return of Hulk Hogan. Uh, Giant Gonzalez also came out and cut a promo. Uh, Bobby Heenan in the ring, and he was... What? E. Oh, Bobby. No, well, uh, Harvey Whippleman cut the promo. Giant Gonzalez just stood there looking fucking massive next to Harvey Whippleman, which last (laughs) night I realized what a genius move it was putting... Harvey Whippleman with Giant Gonzalez. It makes him look even fucking bigger. Because mm-hmm. Harvey Whippleman comes up to his fucking nutsack. But, you know, it's a classic Raw. Uh, a good one to watch if the Peacock, they mentioned the snowstorm. But I just, so I didn't always get to, I rarely got to stay up and watch Monday Night Raw. I usually had to tape it. But that night I got to stay up. And, oh, good God, this is good shit, pal. Ha, ha. Ah, but baby, no Dusty Rose, the American Dream was not on. He's back in WCW at this time, baby. I'm commentating. Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan are doing over at WWF. I'm here with Tony Schiavone doing WCW on TBS, where I originated. Guess who's still here, brother? Ooh, yeah, the macho man is still with the company, yeah! And come WrestleMania 9, he ain't gonna have a match because he's injured and he might be joining the commentating team on Raw, yeah! 
Anyone else you want me to do before we finish him? <laughs> I don't know if I could do any more wrestlers. Brett the Hitman Hart. On the excellence of execution at Bret Hart, I'm sorry that Owen had to come out here and end it for things. <laughs> uh, I guess Razor Ramon did a bad uh, um, Al Pacino and Scarface. Hey, Chico, you want to come to the bad guy's house and tell him he's not oozing machismo? All over the WWF. <laughs> How was it? Good? Bad? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was archaicable. It was archaicable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. All right. It's a good RK impression of Razor. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Monday Night Raw. Staying up. Blizzard '93. Squeezer. Your next one. Who wants it the worst? Did you hear the impact of that clothesline? The gals! Oh, nobody there for Mr. Ass. Oh, fuck off! The clothesline from hell just turned Mr. Ass inside out. Clothesline from hell! Lord, what a lariat! Sassafras. Good lord, what a lariat. Oh. Mick Foley's baby boy. <laughs> or no, Mrs. Foley's baby boy. <laughs> Mick Foley's baby boy. You saw him uh, at. Uh, I, I saw Mick Foley's, Mick Foley's baby, baby boy yeah, over, was, over the yeah, Christmas break. Just, you had yeah. Dutch Wonderland? Yep. Yeah. You, you didn't just tell that story around, on the doing show, his thing. I'm like, holy shit, that's Mick Foley. Yeah. Just oh, happy go lucky guy just taking in the lights. He loves Christmas. He, he, I, he I remember does. his book. It's his favorite holiday. Yeah. Massive, massive, thick man. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it's all that fucking scar tissue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, I don't, I don't know what other people are thinking. Seeing him walk around, like if you didn't know who he was, was it a cut off flannel with a t shirt underneath? No, it was like a Christmas Hawaiian shirt. Ah, okay. It, it was, it was, it was awesome. Let him go do his thing. I, I, I so badly. I want to be like, oh, I want to geek out. I'm like, no, just let him, let him enjoy life. Uh, clothesline from hell. That's a good transition. Um, literally, uh, clothesline from hell. So, I, I, I tried doing my, uh, my igloos. I think that was at a later time. But I, I have the vivid memory, partial memory, because I got knocked the fuck out. Um, so we had the old school, old timey metal trash cans and not those chintzy aluminum, uh, WDF, like hardcore ones. No, like the real, like legit Oscar to grouch rusted bottom. Mm. This will cave your skull. in if I hit you with a trash can, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and they got gross. Oh, did they get gross? The best you could ask for is the bottom rusted out. So at least the garbage juice would run out. <laughs> Um, but in the winter, uh, I would drag them over and I would pack them tight with snow and I built this, this might've been 93 cause you needed a lot of snow to do this. Cause the amount that it, it's a big trash can and the whole yard is packed. I was by myself cause you know, me playing with myself in the yard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would pack this thing down. Like I would fill it with, I, I would take a shovel Fill it up, pack it down, t- 
tip it upside down, tap it out, and basically like a sandcastle. And I built this massive wall. And then when I say massive, it's probably like 10 feet long. Mm -hmm. So you're probably looking at like five or six oh, trash fine. cans worth. Uh, and then I packed snow in between. Now this was so solid, like it was like it was like the wall. Mm -hmm. All right, it, no, no, the uh, fucking what the hell were they called? See, I don't give a shit. Wow, that talk about um, it's gonna go the same way as like Lost, what? where you forget what the hell they were talking about. The uh, Game of Thrones wall thing. Yeah, the oh, guys. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, that. Uh, <clears throat> it was legit. Wall? And so I would get up there, and now I'm walking on this. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I, I I am so proud of myself. I am now standing three feet above the ground mm -hmm, on this mm -hmm. massive snow fort that I built. And I'm like, you know what? This is a good place to jump. So I get down, and I, like, make the biggest, fluffiest pile of snow in the world. Because now I'm going to jump as high as I can into the fluffy snow. So I climb up. And I jump, and then all I remember is my head snapping back, and it was almost like out of body experience. Like I can I can see it happening, and then next thing I know, I wake up and I'm laying in the snow like a snow angel, and my face hurts. Not so much here, not so much here, but right here. Right across my eyebrow, like just little a red line right across my eyebrow, and I look up, and above me is a clothesline, and it was one of those like wire ones with that like blue translucent coating on it mm -hmm. to keep the wire from rusting. And when you look at it, white ground blue sky like it, it's invisible it's the best camo in the world you could possibly ask for well it was still strung up for some reason i don't know maybe mom thought she was gonna hang laundry in the blizzard of 93 mm -hmm. does anyone hang just... laundry anymore what's that like a what's like, that does anyone use a clothesline anymore i don't know i mean some people might i don't see if... um my one neighbor uh my my old neighborhood, my one neighbor would all would like to hang dry hair unmentionables. Mm -hmm. Um very big bras would hang up there. Very it was gross. I don't know why. Um maybe maybe but we have like one of those drying racks, like if you need to hang something. Yeah. Like, no, I have I thought about it. I'm like, nah, I got no need for a clothesline anymore. Because now our, our laundry's up on the second floor. So now you got to drag all the shit back mm -hmm, down, mm -hmm. back out to the yard. You know, no, it's, it's covered in dirt. No. But I got, I got leveled. Um, it, and it just, it knocked the wind out of me. I was out. Because like, I jumped full force. I'm going to go so far, so high in this pile of snow. And this clothesline, little clothesline, right across the forehead. Mm -hmm. And just, wham, laid me out. And I woke up. I, I probably wasn't out long. Because I was alive and freeze out there. But, yeah, it hurt. And that is still, like, my most fondest, uh, fondest. 
But the mo- most memorable memory that I have of playing in the snow is one that I don't have much of because I got knocked the fuck out. Oh, poor little squeezer. Yeah. It was a pretty cool fort, too. It was rock solid. Hmm. You were all about building things that could have killed you. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, uh, like, what is that? Blackwater or whatever it's called. Black, uh, Black. No. <laughs> oh. Yes, you're that. All right. Yeah, I'm that. Whatever. Let me bomb in peace. <laughs> A sip of Swiss Miss hot cocoa tastes uh, so good and rich it makes. It's only on the right mm-hmm. channel. We gotta fix this. Carnation rich chocolate uh, flavor hey. doesn't taste as rich. Swiss Miss is wonderfully creamy and rich at tasting. It's full of real Wisconsin milk and rich imported cocoa. So why feel like what you could feel like? Swiss Miss. The only thing better than the way it tastes is the way it makes you feel. Is the way Swiss it Miss, makes you regular feel. and sugar-free. So it's Judd Hirsch doing those Swiss Miss commercials. Yeah. For some reason, like, now it's so easy to make hot chocolate. Like, you pour a packet in a, in a cup, dump some hot water from the coffee maker at work in it, and you stir it, and you got hot chocolate, right? Yeah. When we were kids, my mom made it seem like she, like, summoned, a, like, a, the mountain to walk the mountain of the gods to the top to ask them for this delicious beverage that she could yep. bestow upon us. Like, you know why? Why? There's sugar in it. Oh yeah, I guess so. That's it. That's it. It's, I'll tell you exactly why, why we make, why it is the Mount Everest of beverages in our home because there's sugar in it. Well, yeah, that makes sense. But like, man, it was like, and it's oh, cool. chocolate. You're just asking for yeah, but we you get... wired up on sugar and chocolate. We'd occasionally get chocolate milk, but like hot chocolate was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) But like if it was a snow day and we were out in the snow and it was like past lunch, my mom would occasionally make us hot chocolate. Do you call it hot cocoa or hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate too. I call it hot chocolate too. What? What? what, Am I going to have a pop next? Or a Coke. Any soda you want. Hey, can I have a pap? (laughs) (laughs) You got pap all over your shirt. It's a Midwestern thing. Not just Pittsburgh. Pap. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to have a pap. I can just do this online. (laughs) Just say pap. (laughs) Pap. Um... But yeah, uh, I, 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 back then it was all, and it was all about as many marshmallows as you could cram into that cup, right? Yeah, that's what made a good. Like, did you did you add fresh ones or was it just the dehydrated little guys? No, I mean I I prefer the dehydrated little guys. Of course, yeah. But we they didn't have like my mom wouldn't spring for the added marshmallow hot chocolate. <laughs> it was it was like the dollar thirty nine box of you know whatever. Yeah. Um. But she would heat up milk and make it that way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous. I guess to make it seem like it was more work than, you know, needed. My mom would did water. Well, I guess this got us to drink milk. Yeah. No, but it sucked. The water sucked. Like, I, if I make it for my kids, we use milk. Like, if I have it, I want milk. Yeah. But my mom would always make it with water. And it was just, it tasted like it would taste, like, with water. Hmm. 
my, my, my mom's always uh, made it with milk. And um, then we'd have, like, baby marshmallows, actual marshmallows to put in it. Ooh. Yeah. And you just keep putting more and more in. Now I, um, I buy Enchantress. Uh, the lucky It comes with uh, Lucky Charms marshmallows. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And she likes her hot cocoa, her hot chocolate. I got a guy's cup of cocoa. Yeah. But hot chocolate as a kid, the mythic, mystical beverage mm. that would only you get yeah. once a year if you're lucky. <laughs> You have to be nearly hypothermic to get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like a warm you up, like for being outside playing and leaving her alone for the day treat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I wonder. I always. I, I think about that more and more now. Like I know what I do. Well, like if the kids are out doing something, I'm usually just cleaning up after them. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, was that what my mom was doing? Like. My mom I never actually asked her, like, what did you do she, she, when I was doing my thing? Like, when I was setting shit on fire in the backyard, right. where were you? She, she, my mom read a lot. She was very, she had a craft, uh, you know, those wicker, uh, like foot lockers. Mm-hmm. She had a wicker foot locker full of craft things. She, she, and so she loved her sewing machine. <coughs> um, she'd like make these bunnies, these craft bunnies constantly she'd always have she'd always go to like the store and get those sewing like the really flimsy paper that you'd like pin on cloth to like cut out to sew something together you know what i mean mm-hmm. the pattern i believe they're called um <laughs> she'd always be sewing stuff and she she yeah. wa- she watched she like watch tv you know uh read her books she, she'd be her own you know have her life yeah. and yeah I, I just we literally be outside in the snow all fucking day yeah. Oh, so what? Then I never asked her what she was you, you curious because I know what my dad. I always know it every moment of the day. If I wasn't doing something, I knew what my dad was doing. Yeah, my dad was playing on his radios. My dad was standing at his workbench, drinking a beer and smoking a cigarette, <laughs> just staring out the window or I, looking at looking at various shelves of screws. I get like that. His- <laughs> I get that. I don't the smoking. I don't. But the drinking a beer and staring. I get oh, yeah. standing. I, and you know, I catch myself doing it. I'm like, okay, I get it now. St- standing too, the standing. Like I'll just yeah. stand in the kitchen in the middle of the night. Like I like and Chancellor's is sleeping. I finished cleaning. I got nothing else to do. So I'm just standing there, just drinking my beer. Just standing in the yeah. kitchen. It's staring. like you don't wanna you don't, you have nothing to do. Yeah. Or you do, but you don't want to start anything new. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, fuck it. Just gonna stand here. Stand <laughs> just standing there with your own thoughts. Would Sometimes he at, just shut him off. Would he at least drink a, a cold beer at that point, or was it always just room time? Uh, I hope so, but if he was out in the garage, he'd probably just work, walk, like reached into the well, toolbox at least and just pulled one out. Their garage cold at that point. Oh, in the winter, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now it's great. I don't have a single. I don't have a single beer in my fridge right now. It's all out in my garage. Yeah. It's like perfect temperature for that. Terrible temperature for woodworking, but yeah. That's a trade-off. I put those mini splits in, fucking heat my garage. Now I gotta put drinks back in the fridge. What am I gonna do? It's uh, it's a catch twenty-two right there. If I ever heard one. Uh, I know. My dad yeah. would be playing with his radios, doing some ham radio stuff. That's I know exactly what he'd be doing. My mom would be reading a book or doing crafty stuff or like making dinner. My mom was the cook of the house. 
But I, I think she was just like, we leave in the morning and play, 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 come in, eat a Campbell soup, go back outside, play, 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 play. As soon as the sun went down and they finally called us in for dinner, you know, or like in for the day. But they had the day to themselves. Yeah. You know what? Now I think about it, I think my mom just stood at the kitchen sink staring out the window. Ah. Just, just waiting for time to pass. I, I'm, that's, <laughs> that's what they did. They just stood and stared waiting. Wow. Man, I feel sorry now. Oh, I'll ask her. Is that what you did? No, it was pretty much, I guarantee you she was just cleaning up after us. I get it now. This is me saying thank you. And if do you want to come over and clean up my house? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, your next pick, Squeezer. Life-sustaining supplies, cornmeal and gunpowder and ham hocks and guitar strings. I'll give you a lift. Hop aboard, mateys. <clears throat> now, mush! 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 Like this. Watch. Funniest scene in the whole thing when the he starts pulling the sled, the dogs all jump on. Yep. <laughs> oh man, ham gunpowder, ham hocks, and guitar strings. That's mm-hmm. what a party. Um but yeah, I I pull the sled, you know, for for years. Um so I, I I was I was in the Boy Scouts. Hmm. Loved. It. I enjoyed my time there. I took full advantage, but I did a lot of fun shit there. I'm not uh, saying so, anything. What's that? I didn't say anything. You got very defensive well, right away. I you kind of have to, and it, to no fault of my own. Well, a little bit of my fault of my own, but you know, for I guess you know, see something, say something. But we didn't. We were told not to. So, anywho, <laughs> um. I got to do a lot of cool shit. Like it, 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 a lot of people got in the Boy Scouts and then left because it was lame. And I get that because I was in a position too where the troop I was in, it sucked. It was lame. And I was at that point and all of us, a group of friends that were there, we left and went somewhere else. And that next weekend we were camping. And since then I got to go to like, you know, I was canoeing in Canada, go down to the Florida Keys and like kayak through the Gulf of Mexico and sleep on a on a sandy beach. I got to go through like, you know, hike the mountains of New Mexico and stuff in Colorado. I got to do some cool shit, but staying close and working at a summer camp for like, you know, all through high school. It was blowing my summer just working in a summer camp. It was actually fun. Um, but that same camp in the winter, they held this event called Snowbound. I'm pretty sure they still do. Um, and apparently it goes back even longer because I found an article from 1987. And they called it the 34th annual event. So whatever 87 minus 34 is 53. Holy shit. That's been going on a long time. Hmm. Um, but it was <clears throat> they would hold it in the winter. And if it didn't snow, it was lame. But the years that we went, we had a decent amount of snow up there. It was up in the up in the Poconos, um, and like you you would camp out, and we would go overboard. Like there are some troops where it's like, oh, they have a couple tents and you build a fire, and like everyone's huddling around to stay warm. 
we would build these massive uh tent structures like like those uh like those tarp garages that you like you would park your rv in mm-hmm. with those like little bald bungee cords and stuff mm-hmm. we would build those fill it with heaters propane heaters and basically gas ourselves out we have to like vent it out from time to time before we all passed out um but we like built this little taj mahal basically to live in it was great but in between uh there were these events that they held and you would travel routes across the uh uh the campgrounds like it was like two three miles worth of courses and in between they'd have little stations and you'd compete in events but you had to basically live out of your sled over the course of the weekend and we had a a lot of groups made like these little ones that would like they put skis on them and stuff ours was this massive we built it along with the help of uh, some of our dads, this massive, heavy beast of a machine made out of two by fours bolts. And then, uh, at least half inch thick by four inch wide Teflon runners that we had attached to the bottom of this thing. So like, while everyone else was using skis, like, Oh, ours is nice and lightweight. Our, we had this massive beast of a machine, but, it was powered by DuPont. And this thing flew. Hmm. And if it, it could really hurt you, too. If you hmm. got up speed, you got out of the way. Because the idea was one guy would kind of hold on and push with all the gear inside. And then the other, like, six guys would pull it. Like Yukon Cornelian's, Cornelian's dogs. Right. But that thing took up so much, got so much a, speed. It I would take around, off. Right? And if it clipped you, you were you got run over. It's called uh, it a Diderod, right? Yeah, it was like a Diderod, but with uh, dog people. <laughs> we probably smelled worse. Um, but it was a lot of fun. And of course, us being the assholes that we were, um, like it was, it's a clearly marked trail. What's the fun in that? Right. So we would take this thing just like just blasting through the woods just dragging it through finding the biggest hill you can find and going down go up to the road that's like iced over and get up to full speed in everyone and now you have this two by four sled with teflon runners and like seven or eight kids hanging on board it looked like one of those buses in in like nepal that's like on the side of a cliff ready to tip over and like everyone's gonna die Mm -hmm. uh but it was a good time no one, no one. I don't think anyone did. I think all we we all made it out. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun building that thing, packing up, and then you'd stop, you'd unpack, get your lunch, you know, chill out and stuff like that, and then you go and tie some knots, mm-hmm. you know, because what you were you, tie what were you tying and... knots for? <laughs> it was part of the competition. Oh, okay. Because sometimes you have to be able to tie a knot in the cold in the woods. Yeah, if there's a defector who plans on saying what they, telling people what they saw. <laughs> All right, uh, I guess um, I should go with my last pick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Already? Yeah, my last pick. Another Simpsons clip. Woohoo! Jackpot! Wait a minute. Are you over twenty-one? Are you? I'm not authorized to answer that. By the way, your martinis suck! 
Oh yeah? What are you gonna do? Start your own casino? In your treehouse? And get all your little friends to come? I'd like to see that! Ha 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 ha! Ah yeah, welcome. Have a lucky day. Mm-hmm. Well, he certainly showed me. <laughs> Bart Simpson starting casino's treehouse. This was how um you know how you tried to act like you were a survivalist in the snowbanks in the winter? Yes. I tried to act like our treehouse that my dad never finished <laughs> was like I could survive in there in the warmest place in the winter. If that makes any sense. No, oh, I got you. Yeah, so we go up. So my dad built this treehouse and he built it with my uncles. So it was up about, God, I want to say 10 feet, but it's hard to say from my perspective then to now, like what was, yeah. how high it was. It had um, a, a deck and a fireman's pole going down and, and steps to go up and down, obviously, like a ladder. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it was the house itself and there was walls built to put insulation. And then he was going to, his whole plan was he was going to run electricity and cable. <laughs> of course. And uh and put insulation in the walls. Never never came to fruition. It was just there it is. Then you got the tree out. And it was cool. It was fucking awesome. Did you get power, cable, or insulation? No, no, none of it. Yeah. If you had to pick one, which one would you pick? Well, you can't really do much with cable if you don't have power, so Fair enough. And who cares if you're warm if there's nothing to watch? Right, so it was fine the way it is. Without all of yeah. them, you really don't. It's a treehouse. Yeah, it's a treehouse. <laughs> it's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I, I my uncle Sterner, who you know works next door. Yeah, he built one for Matt, my cousin Matt, and he had uh, insulation and drywall up and electricity and every the whole works. And that's called a house. It was yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, you know, people are like building tiny homes on, uh, you know, the internet and living in them. No bathroom though. That would have been the ultimate. Like I was, yeah. I'm a nervous two number tour. Oh yeah, you are. Like I can't, I can't go at work and I need every, I need like, like, uh, private, a lot of privacy at home even. So to like go out in the tree house for for that would have been that would have been ideal, but you know then we would have essentially been hillbillies. So uh, you, I just go out there and would sit and just it's warm in here, huh? It's warm. We'd be we'd be sitting in there. Well, yeah, we're warm in here. It may be cold out there, but we're warm in here. Oh yeah, let's go play in the snow. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but you gotta yeah improve. Oh yeah, we're men. We're warm. <laughs> idiots. Uh, and that's all I got for my last pick, Squeezer. Uh, you want to take us home? Yeah, I, I don't have much here. Just a fun little, another snack. This is next. I've gone from like 
liking that movie to not caring about movie that movie to hating that movie. I I'm disclaimer. Let the you know what? Here's how we get reviews. Let the squeezer hate flow. I hate this movie. I do too. I fucking hate it. We didn't discuss this I, pre pre show. Yeah. Like no, I I, I hate I it. I, I can't like stand it. it. I can't. I, that clip it, annoyed me. And I don't yeah, want to watch Christmas season. Like I I'll go down to like fucking like anything before I watch this movie. Like yeah, I'm not a it fan. It bores of it. me. Yes. It's, I don't get it. I know. And I don't know. Man, I don't. I don't buy that nostalgia trip. I guess it's you know. yeah. Yeah. Sorry, not my thing. Yeah. I, but uh, it, the clip worked kind of. Um. Uh, so I was I was struggling for this one, but it, it had nothing to do with licking flagpoles. Even though I tried, um, didn't happen. Uh, it's got to be a particular kind of metal in a certain temperature. I don't think aluminum works. Oh, okay. Um, but um, but what I would do is. Yeah, because you made fun of me for eating my way out of you know snow cone uh, igloo. But what I would do is I look around. I, I I see nature as just my my smorgasbord, and you know you like popsicles, right? Yeah, and popsicles are just frozen water with a little bit of flavor in them. Yeah. So I walk around. And I'm like, oh look, there's a popsicle hanging from like my garage. So I just reach up and pull down an icicle. And I just walk around the neighborhood, just, you know, like in a nice skull, like a popsicle. Yeah, at least you're well hydrated. Yeah, you got to hydrate. You know, trees are preferably the best because, you know, they're on the on the cleaner side. Like, as a grown-up now, when I see what my gutters look like, I'm like, and if they're overflowing and, like, an ice school drips down, mm-hmm. eh, it's kind of gross. Um, <laughs> Dad was always very clear to me. It's like, look, eat, eat, go ahead. Eat, eat, eat yellow snow for all I care. Just don't eat the weird-looking black shit along the side of the road because that'll probably kill you. I know what I put down there. Uh, so I always avoided eating, you know, snow along the side of, uh, of the road. But you know, if there's fresh snow, like, in my yard, you know, I'll make a little snow cone, have a little snacky snack from time to time. But the, the icicles were always a favorite of mine because they're, like, just go-to. I remember uh, you pop- always oh, kept Christ. a little flask of snow cone syrup on you. In case you, <laughs> just so, just so you wouldn't have to, to eat it unflavored. Well, you know, lunch lady, he does keep one of those little, uh, like flavor, like the imitation. Well, you're the big, the big Mio, the family size Mio. Yeah, I do have a family size. The, uh, he keeps the family size Mio with him now, so he never has to drink plain water. I know that's what I'm saying. He he kept a little flask of snow cone syrup, and sometimes he had like the little. The little sheets for his belt that had three different flasks in it, so he had three flavors. So he could do kind of a rainbow thing. That way you never had to eat plain snow. And, you know, I'd sometimes invite him over to the house and unwrap popsicles and hang them from various parts of my body so he could pick them off and enjoy them. <laughs> the, pain, oh, the pain felt good when it snapped off my hanging skin and other various... Oh. Things that I won't go into because this is a family show. Thank you. I just had one, uh, you know, comment to add there because you you weren't saying it and I had to tell the people the truth. All right. (laughs) Bye, everyone. She's on an intercom system. She clicks on and that's. Ah, yeah, I see. I can hear. Yeah, clearly. uh... (laughs) 
sitting back like the producer of our show. Just yeah, uh huh. Come in when she yeah. has something to say. Yeah. Should I get just just get like a, a ball of hush puppy syrup and just keep it in the little mesh pocket in my bag? And every time I need a little just slush a little puppy. Pump, you said hush puppy. Did I say hush puppy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, slush puppy. No, I could just have hush puppy. <laughs> I was about to too. say, are you talking about, like, <laughs> making some fritters? <laughs> I keep a bottle of canola oil on me whenever I need to quick fry up some hush puppies. It's not a terrible idea. Uh, Do they make, I mean, they made a, an igloo cooler that can be powered off a 12-volt DC. Do they make an air fryer that can run off my car? I can just... I'm sure you can nowadays. I have See, a hundred... Yeah, you just need some kind of inverter, I, right? Yeah, I don't know. I might draw too much, too many uh, too many watts there. Uh, for an air fryer, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, there was a certain truck that we got introduced to that had a microwave in it, so that was just plugged into it. What? Uh, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but, you know, guys need to heat up their soup on the road, you know, and they're fixing shit. What truck was this? Uh, n- not ours, but do do I know this truck? No, it's not ours. No, do I know it? it? Yeah, we used it to learn how to go up and down in a bucket, and inside there was a microwave. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um. Was this the learning truck or the one we got? Yeah, it was, it was the learning truck. It was the learning truck. It, it was fully fitted out. It was like a nice little house. Uh, so the guy who came to teach you guys had a microwave. Yeah, I wasn't there for that. Yeah, I would. I'm, I'm just. I'm just the guy who tells you to do it. I don't. I oh, don't yeah, do it no. myself. Up and down. Up and down. Do as I say, not as I do. I'm not going no. up in that thing. So. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get him in trouble, but you know it's a pretty clever idea, and it gave us some ideas. I mean, fuck. I'm surprised we don't have a microwave in the MU1. I mean, we got plenty of rack room. Just what do you need a frame sink for? Just put that in. Yeah, no, there's a microwave in there. There's a lot of empty rack room, but I don't know. Our weight's yeah. already. The thing weighs like. When Trucker takes us to the weigh station to weigh us for the uh, fitness challenge, you know, maybe you could see what the MU1's yeah. at, too. I mean, do you really need a Chiron? It takes up about the. It's the same profile. Mm hmm. Um. Uh, now it's only uh four RU, the new ones. Oh, yeah. Well, they make those really slim microwaves now too, so we can do that. You're not gonna really. You're not gonna get a get a cup of noodles at best in there. I hey, mm-hmm. I I got that new uh what the fuck the toaster oven that has a rotisserie in it for you. <laughs> oh, I know. I can't wait to try that thing out. Yeah, we're all just waiting for the day we come in and Squeezer's just fucking cooking a bird in the fucking toaster <laughs> oven. I was going to not even – I wasn't going to go through the effort of actually making one. I, was just I know. Go you were going to get one and put it on. Buy rotisserie chicken, stick it in there, and just – But then, 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 then it's eat it. not as fun. No, it's not as fun. All right, I think uh, we we've said it all. We've talked. We we got through a, a third snow day show, and now on we, a snow day we don't and on a snow day, and we don't have to do it again until next year when I say we're doing snow days. I got, four. I gotta I gotta start. I gotta make like a put an alarm on my phone like in August. Like remember things from the snow. That'll give me at least like you know six months to figure it out. Six months to procrastinate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like oh shit! I should have done this when I got my alarm 
three months ago. <laughs> I keep sn I am snoozing it for six <laughs> months. All right, just remember to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or YouTube. Screenshot it and email it to me at rkatradiers.com and tell me what you want me to send you for free because I got some free swag, got stickers, pins, Joker Goon Squad hats, T-shirts, but not every size. So first come, first serve. Uh, we'll be back next week. What is next week's show? Oh, shit. I'm looking. Hang on. We do this every week. See, we do this every week. I should week. just have it handy. I don't know. I, ha I have it handy. God damn. I got it. Go my favorites. My favorites. Animated it Movies 2. Animated Movies 2, yes. And then we're talking everything Groundhog Day. On Groundhog Day. I can't believe it's oh. it's February that's, already. No, that's great. That doesn't make sense. How right. is that February already? Then we're getting ready for the Super Bowl. That's like halfway through the fucking month on... Uh, on 2-9 with Super Bowl commercials 4. Always an easy show, Super Bowl commercials. Mm -hmm. uh, Retro Romance 4 on 2-16, where I will be diving back in to our yes. our misconnection like romance notes in the morning call from the 90s, like I did last oh, year. Oh, yes. That was like half the show last year. Yeah. You know what? If we, that's all we do, I'm fine with that. <laughs> break the mold on that one. It'll be a part of it. It'll be a part of it. Um... Then the cat show on the end of the month. Uh, then retro McDonald's two diecast show. Then on three sixteen the Stone Cold Steve Austin episode. And then in celebration of King of the Hill coming back, we are dedicating an episode of the show to King of the Hill on three twenty three. Uh, and then more mall talk. Uh, and then we're in April. We're we're in spring. So then we'll we'll get more shows. So. That's all for today. Uh, get If you live in the mid-Atlantic, get through the snow and stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, and if you live in the area and you work with me and you're making beef jerky at this moment, please feel free to bring some into the office. Who's making beef jerky? Jacob. Ah, didn't tell me that. It's on the snap. Ah, okay. All right, well, uh, I'm RK. And I'm Squeezer. Bye, everybody. Bye.